0: Hello, friends, and thanks for joining me today on this podcast all about the Fire Two Movement. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to have a look at my guide to the FIRE2 movement. Well, you're probably thinking, what on earth is FIRE2, David? Well, let me tell you. You've probably heard of the FIRE movement. That's F-I-R-E, which stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. Well, I've got a different slant on that, and it's this financial independence retire earlier than usual (laughs) okay funny guy explain (laughs) okay I will you see that's exactly what I did I took early retirement at age 57 okay not in my 30s like the real fire guys do but I was happy to finish work at 57 and here's why I left my job so that I could do what I love. Yeah, I enjoyed my job, but I love what I do even more. And here are the six principles for how I achieved FIRE 2. Let's start with a bit of money stuff, should we? Well, here's the first one. Start a pension early. Yep, you heard. Start a pension early. Aren't pensions only for old people? No, they're for people who want to finish work when they want to finish work. Well, obviously, after age uh, 55 at the moment. Well, I started paying into a pension early in my working life, and it kicked off a very good habit. If you start early, you won't miss the money. And then you can increase your pension contributions just a little bit every time you get a pay rise. Oh, but why do that rather than spend it? I hear you ask. Because you get lots of free money. Huh? Nobody gets free money. Well, yes, if you're a taxpayer, the taxman will give you back some money. That'll bump up your contributions by 25% straight away. And your employer will also throw in some free money into your money pot. And if your workplace offers a salary sacrifice scheme, that can squeeze a bit more money into your pension pot. Now, if all that money is invested wisely into good funds, and you can think about that as having like part ownership in the best companies in the world, it'll grow and it'll compound over the years. As Albert Einstein wisely said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. Oh, and think about putting your bonus or your windfall into your pension too. Rather than spending it on a caravan which will decay and depreciate in value, thankfully that was another good pension decision I made. Here's the second one, I've called it "ice a pie," with my little eye. Well, first of all, let me apologise for that terrible pun, but here's the good news, and hopefully the beneficial part for you. When you find yourself in a position where you have a bit of money left over each month, open an ISA and use that to invest too. Because it's brilliant. You see, an ISA is a bit like a pension. It's a tax wrapper. No, it's not something that a musician does. Okay, forgive that pun as well. A tax wrapper is Well it means that the tax man or the tax lady of course isn't interested in it. They're not bothered about an ISA so you don't need to tell them anything about what you've got in it. So all the growth in an ISA is completely tax free. There you go more free money. Well I learned about share trading and I use my ISA to to do that buy and sell shares but I don't recommend individual share trading. If I had to do it over again, I'd drip feed monthly into low cost index tracker and multi-asset funds and let those grow steadily over the years. Hey, listen, this isn't financial advice, by the way. I'm not qualified to do any of that. This is just personal, practical stuff that helped us get to Fire to. Okay, is number three. Live frugally and have a budget. Now, listen carefully here. I don't mean never spend anything. Just be careful with your money. Spend less than you earn. That's the magic ingredient. You see, we lived frugally. Who cares if we had a smaller television, than some people who had spent themselves into debt. And we cooked real food, rather than buying expensive takeaways. And it paid off, in finance and in health. But before you ask, yes, we did splash out on the occasional takeaway. Here's the next one. Save up for what you want to buy. Yep, save up. You see, we considered debt to be a complete waste of money. Yes, we had a mortgage and in the early years a car loan. But it became obvious that saving for a car was far cheaper than any car loan. And the bank paid us to do it. OK, interest rate savings are pretty low now, but they won't always be. Have you noticed, by the way, when you drive your new car off the forecourt, it's got that nice smell, whether it's new or second-hand, they make it smell like that, don't they? But have you noticed that after the first few days of the initial release of dopamine when you drive this new expensive car, the excitement eventually turns into, like, ordinariness. And then it dissolves into disappointment when you realise you're committed for the next five years. And now you also notice that everyone else seems to drive the same car and in the same colour. What's that about? So, we chose to save up for a car. If we couldn't afford it, we didn't buy it. And that was the same for anything that we bought. Okay, here's another. Have a purpose to retire for. Yep, you need a purpose. Don't just retire and do nothing. Playing golf every day isn't one of those purposes because you'll soon get fed up, especially in the cold winter months when no one else is on the golf course and all your drinking mates are at work. When I took early retirement, had a purpose. I'd already been blogging so I wanted to take it to the next level and build a business around the things that I enjoy. Things like doing websites, videos, workshops, affiliate marketing, passive income and podcasts like this. Oh and voluntary work. And every day I feel fulfilled. The big difference is though I no longer use an alarm clock. Yeah. Okay, here's the last one. Get good financial advice. After a long search, I found a good financial planner who charged me. Nope, not a financial advisor who would work for free. I wanted some good guidance and a plan from someone who had no incentive to sell me anything. So what happened? Well, I asked him to tell me if and when I could afford to retire. So he asked me lots of questions, such as how much we needed to live on, and how much I'd saved into my pension pots over the years in various places of employment. And then he went away and he worked it all out, and he came back and he... He told me Well to be honest I was shocked because I expected to be working for a boss until I was well into my sixties. But at age fifty seven, Pete gave me the assurance that I could say goodbye to paid employment, say goodbye to my boss and do whatever I wanted to. He even gave me the figures and the graphs and everything to prove it as well as practical advice on how to proceed. So I reckon his advice was worth every penny that we paid for it. Now, even though I've recommended being frugal, when it comes to getting advice, I recommend paying for good advice. As they say, free is worth every penny that you pay for it. So... Is fire to within your reach? Well, if you've been living frugally and you've been paying well into your pension for many years, it might be worth checking out if you can be fire to as well. But please remember this. Do have a very good purpose to retire for. Please don't retire early and regret your decision. Retire early to live and enjoy every day. For me, it was retirement. I like being given an extra 100,000 miles so that I can drive wherever I want to go in life. Listen, enjoy your journey to fire too. And when you do, remember to send me a postcard to tell me if this has inspired you to go for it.